and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. His name is... George Dude. Her name is... Sophie! And this is episode 82. Thanks for listening. Reporter Dude, of course, is the legendary Henry. Henry and Sophie are back this week. They I'm have... not legendary. Well, you will be after this episode, trust me. Henry and Sophie haven't been on the show for a while. It's... August now as we're recording this. What have you guys been doing all summer? I don't know. Stuff. We went swimming. You went swimming? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Not today, though. No. All right. What else have you been doing? It's my birthday in 10 days. Holy cow. It's not. You haven't been doing that. You're going to be like 12, right? Yeah. Hey, I got it right. What do you know? What do you got going on, Henry? Stuff. Yeah, you said you introduced yourself as reporter dude. What do you mean by that? And reporting stuff. What kind of stuff? Henry's taking very careful notes as we record today. I'm a little bit nervous. So, Uh-oh. what are you writing on your pad there, Henry? Stuff. Okay. Some well. Very, very important details. All right. What are you going to do with all those details? Stuff. Fair enough. All right. Um... We don't have a whole lot of news this week, just a few things I wanted to talk about. Last week, if you remember from the podcast, I was raving about Sharknado, <laughs> uh, which I made the kids watch with me, uh, which, uh, awesome. may, which may not be great parenting, but I did. What did you think it of Sharknado? Well, it was kind of boring. And Sophie thought a movie where people get eaten by sharks was boring. What did you think, Henry? It wasn't my favorite oh, movie. I, li- I like Sharknado 5 the best. You like five the best? Uh-huh. Really? Because, yeah. All right. Because the shark on fire flying at you. It's kind of gross because there was a shark who ate a shark who ate another shark who ate a shark. And uh, then the kid pulled out all the sharks. And that was just gross. Yeah, the kid pulled out all the people that got, got eaten by all the sharks. I think that was in four that he did that. No, Not that it really matters five. all that much. All right. Well, I bring it up because it occurred to me this week that I really, really, really want someone who makes the Atari homebrews uh, to make me a Sharknado game in the style of a classic Atari game. Make the boy a Sharknado game. I think that would be awesome. So if anyone out there has got that, let me know because I need that in my life. (laughs) All right, what else is going on? He does. I was reminded probably by Facebook or maybe Twitter that August marks the 60-year anniversary of Oliver Hardy's death. Among the nerdy things I like are is Laurel and Hardy. Uh, you guys, I've made you guys watch Laurel and Hardy before, right? Yeah, it's like silly, but it's also kind of dumb. Silly and dumb. There you go. Uh, Hardy, do you know which? Do you remember which one Hardy is? The fat boy. The, the rounder one. He's the, he's the rounder one, yes. No, it's the fat one. And he died on August 7th, 1957, exactly 60 years ago this month. Aw, oh, poor guy. Yeah, so I just thought that I was worth noting. I think he ate too much food. I, that's not why he died, Henry. How'd he die? Um, he was he, old. He had heart problems and things. Oh. Oh. Um, why did you play? What? Uh, and why did you play? If well, he was healthy until he got older, and then he had some health problems. Uh, Did you do the play when he had health problems? Uh, not so much, no. So, I thought it was worth noting, because I'm a Laurel and Hardy fan, so... He, it's not, he's not wrong. What's not wrong? You. I'm not wrong about what? You're a Laurel and Hardy fan. It's true, I am. He's not wrong. 
Let's see what else. Um, a random thought. This isn't really news, of course. It's been known for a while that Dynamite Entertainment, Dynamite Inter Entertainment, was putting out, uh, was re-releasing as a, a trade paperback all of the Atari Force comics, and I think that's supposed to come out maybe in October. And I, it occurred to me though, I was kind of wondering about this. Now that we've got new Centipede comics and Sword Quest comics, and I assume others to come from Dynamite Entertainment. Uh, based on other games, are we going to get more new Atari Force comics? If anyone has any any insight into this, let me know. One more thing uh, that I know of. This article caught my eye. I think maybe Atari Texas on Twitter posted something about this. How and do you How do you spell Twitter? You go, tweet, 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 tweet. Daddy. Um, spell Twitter for him, Sophie. T- W I T T E R Then go tweet 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 No Okay, now keep talking for a tweet, second Tweet 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 Nope, oh, never mind, I got the article right here You guys were filling time for me while I found the article Thanks for that You're welcome uh, An article on the Digital Antiquarian Posted August 11th called Living Worlds of Action and Adventure Part 1, the Atari Adventure. Uh, I gather this is a series of articles. I haven't really read the others, and I haven't read this one all the way through, to be honest with you. But it is a an analysis of... Long you know, sort of adventure games, the evolution of adventure games, and then a specific look at the game called Adventure from Atari, which is of course, uh, of course is a legendary game. Uh, Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. Hi, Ferd. Is a huge... Hi, Ferd. Hi, Ferd. Everybody says hi, Ferd. Should we say it again? Hi, Ferd! Hi, All right. We're done saying hi to you, Ferd. <laughs> he's, he's, of course, a huge fan of that game. I've done it on the podcast. I don't remember what episode it was. I will tell you here in a minute. But the Digital Antiquarian has this long article sort of talking about the evolution of adventure games and then taking a specific look at the game Adventure, which is a legend. Uh, so I invite you to take a look at that. I will try to remember to put a link in the show notes so that you can read that article your own self. All right, guys, talk for a minute. Hi, 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 people. Um... Piggies! I, I didn't say say random words. I said talk for a minute. Pineapple puppy parrot palooza. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> They're all good things. I may just edit this part out and just put some music in here or something. But you guys keep talking. Doctor Who Palooza Party. Ooh, now you got my attention. <laughs> a Doctor Who Palooza Party would be awesome. What's a palooza? It's a party. Something awesome. Yeah, it's like a big party. Yeah, it's full of pineapples, puppies, and parrots palooza. No. Try not to pop your peas, Sophie. That's a podcasting tip. Let's yeah, don't see. pop your pee, Sophie. I don't know what that means. It. it means when you make the uh, really strong pee sound when you say where's the start with pee. Pineapple puppy. Yeah, try not to do that. Oh. Pineapple. Pineapple. We're doing a little podcasting lesson. Puppy. In real time here on the show. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on the Eiffel Tower. I found it. You found it! Yay, I found it something! I know, it's been so long now, we've forgotten what I was looking for. 
I covered the game adventure in episode 51 of the podcast, and you should go listen to that as soon as you are done listening to this one. Phew. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. All right. Okay, good. That is So, that article, The Dig- Digital Antiquarian, check it out. It's interesting reading. All right, let's move on. Without good further ado, let's introduce this week's game. This week's game is... For every chicken you ever ate. For every turkey sandwich. For every duck, quail, and pheasant. The birds are back and they're fighting mad. In Phoenix, Atari's newest star. You sick, they sag. Use your shield, they wait to get you. Shoot a wing, Phoenix grows another. Until you face the mother ship. Reach for Phoenix. A title game from 1980. And how do we play Phoenix? Okay, so you have your little Atari thing, controller. I don't know what it's called. Joystick. Yeah, that. A joystick with the orange button. Anyways, so on the first level, there's these little alien dudes, and you move your joystick around to move the little um, spider-looking thing. You move yourself. And then, so you move it around on the bottom of the screen, and then you press the orange button to shoot the lasers at the alien dude people that are trying to attack you with lasers. And you try not to get hit, and you have five lives. And uh, then at the last level, you try to beat this spaceship thing. And it's kind of like the game Breakout. How is it like Breakout? Because you have to... In Breakout, you have bricks, and you have to knock out all the bricks and stuff. And yeah, but you, don't, but you don't have to dodge people, alien dudes and things shooting you. Well, no, but... But to get at the bad guy in the spaceship, you have to break away the little yeah. things like in Breakout. And you still have to dodge places. Did you mention the force field? Oh, yeah. Okay, you so... You can't move when you have the force field. You can't move when the force field's on. And to but make the force field, you but pull you the right? joystick back for you, and you can't move. And the, and the force field only lasts for, like, a second and a half. Then you have to wait three and a half seconds until you can get another one. And, you're, and no one can shoot you when you're in the force field, but well, you can, can shoot them. They can, but it won't hurt you. Yeah, Alright, that's a pretty good summary of how you play. I'll just I just want to read part one of this manual because it's just an interesting little part setup one. for the game. It's called Phoenix Fire Rising. Part one. Thank you, Henry. In ancient times, legend says there was a bird of great beauty, about the size of an eagle that had brilliant scarlet and gold feathers, a melodious song, and was the only one of its kind in the entire world. It was a phoenix. The fabulous creature lived in Arabia and had a lifespan of over 500 years. At the end of its life, the phoenix built a nest of frankincense, myrrh, and other aromatic spices. After setting, you reading this off for your story about the, about the game? I'm reading this from the official Atari Phoenix... Uh, You're cheating on the story. <laughs> we'll have our own story later, dude. Relax. Yeah. After setting fire to the nest by rapidly beating its wings, the beautiful bird... Wait, the bird said the... The, the, it's on fire? Yes. Why? It settled down to die amidst the flames. From the ashes of that fire miraculously arose a young, revitalized phoenix. This new bird then took the remains of its parent to the temple of the sun at Heliopolis in Egypt and sacrificed the them on the high the altar. Hot. 
probably. The long life of the the long life of the phoenix and the dramatic rebirth from its own ashes has made this legendary bird a symbol of immortality and spiritual rebirth in many cultures. The Egyptians saw the myth as a symbol of the life cycle of the sun, which dies every day at sunset and is reborn every morning at dawn. Most others interpret the legend as a general symbol for the regeneration of life after death. Alright, so there's a little Greek mythology for you. Uh, oh, sorry, we got more story. Uh, however, something awful has happened to tarnish the long-standing image of the phoenix. Due to the effects of radioactive fallout on its nest, the phoenix has unfortunately mutated into a bird of prey. Now several birds arise from the ashes, but these are not like the beautiful, friendly birds of old. These birds are mean. Their cries are shrill, but they have developed a tough, metallic-looking skin that makes them almost indestructible. And they have turned their backs on the human race to offer their services to alien beings determined to drain away Earth's energy resources. Your mission... Eliminate these seemingly immortal warhawks. Destroy the alien spaceship and safeguard our planet from ravaging energy thieves. You think you guys can handle that? Yeah. Dawn, dawn, dawn. Henry right now is watching the sort of uh, repeating automatic uh, replay thing on the uh, Phoenix title screen is critiquing the computer. What's wrong with their gameplay, Henry? They're not very good. They're awful. <laughs> But they are. They don't look like phoenixes, by the way. Yeah. Phoenix is an outer space-themed fixed shooter, obviously, similar to Taito's Space Invaders, and released in 1980. Game's developer is unknown, according to Wikipedia. According to Centauri's Joel Hochberg, the game was licensed from a smaller Japanese developer. Amstar Electronics, which was located in Phoenix, Arizona, licensed the game to Centauri for manufacture in the United States. Taito released the game in Japan came out in North America for the Atari in 1982. The arcade version was in 1980. Bill Kunkel and Arnie Katz of Electronic Games called Phoenix perhaps the finest invasion title ever produced for the 2600, praising its fantastic graphics, unexcelled play action, and more. The game received a certificate of merit in the category of 1984 Best Science Fiction Fantasy Video Game at the 5th Annual Archie Awards. All Game gave Phoenix a 5-star rating, their highest rating. The review stated that it was the most impressive games the slide-and-shoot genre has to offer, and that Firefly balanced shooting action combined with colorfully animated graphics make Phoenix a true classic. Do you agree? Sure. All right. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I wasn't listening Fair enough. <laughs> Igar Bolotovic, here's a goal for you guys to sh- aim for. Igar Bolotovic holds the official record for this game I with... Just call him Igor. Okay. His official record score is 1,144,333 points recorded on August August 10, 2017. I wonder if that's legit, because that's like three days ago. Wow. Idar Bolotovic broke the record all the way back to 1985. Lucky, oh, okay. lucky, Oh. It says here that he broke the record in 1985, but didn't report it until August 10, 19, or 2017. Well, what? Hmm. That's kind of dumb. That's kind of fishy, if you ask me. I wonder how he documented it. If anyone else out there... The government, the government doesn't really record that stuff, by. Um, but there are places that do record you know, official records of scores from video games. So if anyone out there has any uh, insight into how this came about and why it took 30 years to record it, let me know. In 2005, Phoenix was released on the Xbox, PlayStation 2, PSP, and the PC as part of Taito Legends in the U.S. and Europe and Taito Memories 2, Gekan in Japan. 
The sister game to Phoenix was called Pleiades and was developed by Tekon in 1981. It featured more enemies attacking at once, balanced by the fact that the player could now have two shots on the screen at one time instead of one. Coincidentally, something that Galaxian's uh, sequel, Galaga, or Galaga, also introduced. Demon Attack, released by iMagic for the Atari 2600 in 1982, has several waves that are very similar to Phoenix, and there have been another, uh, a number of other clones. I mentioned the Atari Force comics earlier. One of the Atari Force comics, number four to be specific, is actually called Phoenix. I read this a while ago. I, there was nothing in there that really spoke to me as having anything to do with a bird rising from the ashes. I think there's a storyline about uh, Commander Champion being all bummed out because one of his buddies died in some sort of space accident. So I'm not sure how much of a tie into the game this particular comic actually is, but like I said, it is called Phoenix. So go to Atari Age and check that out. Do you guys have any other news to report? No. Henry, you got any news? Reporter dude? He's busy. I'll take that as I know. After the break... Hi! After the break, like the phoenix, we rise from the ashes and shout to the heavens above, Who ate all the marshmallows? <laughs> yeah, Daddy. Give it up. I know you ate all the marshmallows. guys, we're going to do the field report now. Are you ready to try this out? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Reset the controls. So if you've already played this game a little bit, what do you think of it? You don't know. Do you like it? That's Sophie, have a shot. This first screen, the first wave, kind of reminds me of the aliens in Galaga, or Galaga. Uh, the overall play of the game reminds me of a little bit of Space Invaders, I guess, but there's obviously a lot more movement. Uh, I also think it's a lot like Mega Mania, which is one of my favorite games. Uh, no flying hamburgers in this one, though, unfortunately. Alright, so what do we think? Should we move on with the show? Yeah! Alright, I guess then it's yeah. back. Yeah! <laughs> Henry says yes. Back to you in the studio. Back to you in the studio. So here's the thing with Phoenix. I like this game a lot. 
I think it looks really cool. I think it's fun to play. Reminds me a lot of Mega Mania and Space Invaders and Galaga, or Galaga, and it's sort of a combination of all those. And those are all good games. So I really like this one. What do you think, Henry? I get to write. What? I get to write. You get to write? I'm not sure what your review means, Henry, about getting to write. Mm-hmm. He gets to write down important details. Oh well, what do you think about the game, though? Fine. Alright, good enough. What do you think, Sophie? Um, well, it's fine, but I think it looks kind of silly. Why does it look silly? Because the phoenixes don't look like phoenixes. Well, what do you think phoenixes look like? Big, fiery things. Well, on that third screen, they got kind of the pink and orange kind of birds flying around. They're pink and purple, Daddy. Well, you know. And the little blue birds Okay. before the pink and purple birds yeah. look like a blue version of Tweety Bird. No, they look like blue, mm. they look like blue stingrays. Okay. Yeah, they look like blue stingrays. That would be a cool game where you get attacked by blue stingrays. I'd play that. Yeah. But stingrays yeah, can, are cute. You can actually take the tails off stingrays. That's mean. Why would you do that? Because you can actually take the tears See? off the, uh, the tears off. They don't look like Phoenix. We're watching the, the computer play itself right now, and, and you got the yeah, huge these huge blue birds swooping down at you. You don't think that's cool? You, Daddy, you, they're not blue birds. They're blue stingrays. Stingrays, 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 tails, and put them back on. Why? Because they don't... Why would you take them off just to put them back on? You you use these like special gloves to take stingrays' tails off. So, so like so like in the do one piece, when it's like a touch tank in the stingrays, and they so you don't get stinged. Wow. You can you can actually take. Them. Why can't you just not put them in a touch tank? Yeah, why don't you just do that? Just don't put your stingray in a touch tank. That's good advice for you listening out there in podcast land, people. Don't put your stingrays in a touch tank. <laughs> I want to sting it. Well, special gloves do do cost like millions and thousands of dollars. Okay, so how do you put the tails, the stingrays tails back on? You shove them off. Um, you use duct tape or you gorilla glue. Add a, a, one of a you use that on um, stingrays. You okay. should you. Maybe what we need is for uh, an Atari homebrew game where you have to remove and then reattach a stingray tail. That's just a game. That would be dumb because you just have to remove a stingray tail and then put the stingray tail back on. Yeah, but the stingrays probably, I assume, probably don't like that, right? So maybe they're fighting you? Or maybe there's a whole bunch of them and some of them are trying to sting you while you're trying to get the tail off the other one? Maybe they have... Maybe no. Well, you put a. Most of the time, you just take, just put the stingray into stingray that they want to take the tail off of, into a big giant box full of full of water and put the lid on, and then they take them somewhere to to give them like to put a sleeping mask on them so they go to sleep and then take. Where did you see this done, Henry? I just know it. 
Okay. No, maybe there's a game where you have to put take the stingray tail off and then put it back on, but the stingrays have heat vision and they're trying to shoot you with lasers. They're not aliens. They're from sea life. They're not. That's what Adam does in Lab Rats. Okay. Shout out to Lab Rats, people. Woo, Lab Rats. It's a good show. All right. So, Henry, what do you, when they take the stingrays' tails off, I'm still fascinated by this, what do they do with them? They put them somewhere and just... They put them in a box labeled stingray tails. But why do they take them off? So that you won't get stung when they put them in a stingray tank. Or a touch tank. Okay. We've been over this already. I guess I missed that like, part. Like, like in the beach, in the, in the zoo like, in the zoo on the beach, They train them? They either train them or take the tails off. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is, I want to play an Atari game where you remove a tail from a stingray and then put it back on and then train them to do stuff because I think that would be awesome. That would be kind of right. Well, as much fun as stingray talk is. Well, if you're going to train a stingray, then you might want to take, take the stingray tail off first. That's probably good advice. Uh, and we'll leave it there. Uh, so we'll save that for our new podcast, Stingray Talk, with Henry. Yeah, uh, and debuting, Sophie. And Sophie, debuting any time now. Uh, for right now, though, we're talking about uh, Phoenix. And this is the point in the show where I make a confession and say that I didn't do my homework. I'm supposed <gasps> to write a story every week for how you <laughs> for the story that's going on within Daddy within within a classic Atari 2600 game. And this time I didn't do Mommy, that. Mommy, Daddy didn't finish. I start, don't wrap me out to mommy. I'm going to tell your she'll, mother. She'll send me to. You're going to call grandma? Yeah. You're going to get your first adult spanking. I don't think 46 year old dudes get spankings, Henry. <laughs> um, so I started a story. I started this really cool story about this guy who has this strawberry patch and he's doing all this stuff, you know, the organic soil and the natural repellents and, and the cages to put his plants in to. Save to protect it from the birds, and then I had this or idea that the squirrels. birds get really mean, or squirrels, and turn I into phoenixes and attack him. But I didn't finish the story, so can I make a story? You guys have played the, the game. You guys have played the game. What do you think is going on in the game? Okay, so, so I can do it, and I know, and I didn't think it was a story. So the little spider dude. Is Why, hold on. Why do you think he's the spider dude? Because he looks like a spider. All right. I think Wait, by the way, people, spiders are really gross. That's just his laser cannon. That's just a laser cannon. Not a oh, spider. Well, then they should make Fine. In your story, if he's a spider dude, that's fine. Is he like Spider-Man? No. That would be cool. 
He's just a spider dude. He's just a spider dude. Let me finish my story. I'm All right, fine. No, no, Sophie's Shh. telling your story. Oh, Go ahead. Uncle Jeff calls me spider dude. Uncle Jeff does call you spider dude. My nickname is spider dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. All right. So you're, you're you have this little spider dude. And he's and the little part on the bottom that he's standing on is his web. All right. And but no. Okay, so he's not a spider dude. He's a squirrel. All right. And, and a cute, cute puppy. No. Piggy. So it's a squirrel. Warthog. And. Warp. Hold on. Warthog. <laughs> you went from puppy to warthog. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going from puppy to pig to warthog. Now I want a game where you go from puppy to pig to warthog. I don't know what that warthog game is, but oh it sounds Oh my cool. goodness. You guys get distracted really easily. All right. Anyway, so your warthog. Like to it's not I mean, a warthog. Your we like squirrel. To squirrel. All right. We like to wander off in, in stores, too. We do. All right. Your squirrel is doing what? Is so the little thing, the little platform that he's standing on, I guess. Yes. Is his acorns. Alright. And these little wait, aliens. Wait a minute. A squirrel, a squirrel is standing on an acorn. A bunch of acorns. All his acorns. And one he falls to. No. He's, he made a wall out of acorns. He's standing on a box of, like a like a Rubbermaid box full of acorns maybe. Yeah. There you go. Alright. Oh. And then these mutant squirrels. By the way, this episode sponsored by Rubbermaid. Anyway. No, it's not. I can wish. All right, go ahead. Nope. Anyways, so this Henry is sponsored by Doctor Who Incorporated. Doctor Who Doctor right. Who Palooza. All right, go ahead. Anyway, okay, so he's being attacked by these mutant squirrels. So the Are first trying to kill him? the first slep- episode is some baby mutant squirrels, but he kills all of them because he Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> This is a story about the phoenix. So how does the phoenix work into the story? I'll get there. Hold on. All right. Hold your horses, Daddy. So the first episode is these little baby mutant squirrels that are trying to take his acorns because they're really hungry because in the next level, their parent squirrels, mutant squirrel are people, starving. are can't get the acorns to feed their little munchkins. So their little munchkins try to take it for herself, but it doesn't work out very well. And they all get killed. And then, I'm not there yet. And then on level two, their mom and dad are angry, so they try to attack the squirrel. And it doesn't work out because they all die too. And then, but before they die, they call on the phoenix. Who calls on the phoenix? The squirrel. The mutant squirrel. The good squirrels the or the bad squirrels? The bad squirrels. All right. They should, they should call the army mutant squirrel. All right. So why did they call the squirrel the phoenix? Okay. So they call the phoenixes, but their all their parents are busy, so they send their little baby munchkin phoenixes out, and that's why they don't look like phoenixes because they're babies. All right. So and where did in your story where did the phoenixes come from? Uh, a tree. A tree? They live but I mean, why tree. are they phoenixes? Because they sat on fire. Because why did their they do parents that? are phoenixes. But why? Why aren't they just regular birds? Because they sat... I don't know because, because they're not! It's your story. 
Because, they're, they're just phoenixes, the, okay? They were bitten by a radioactive dragon. Oh, I like that. Okay, <laughs> alright. But the dragon was on fire. Okay. And then it melted so it looked like a phoenix. Neat. All and right. then it got... Anyway, so... Anyways, okay. They called on the phoenix is... And all the parents were busy, so they're not very good parents, by the way. And they send their little babies out to fight this angry, enraged squirrel who all he wants to do is eat his acorns. Which, if he eats all of them, he's going to get really fat, and he's going to get a really bad tummy ache. Okay. And he's going to bug And so it doesn't go very well again, and the phoenixes all die. And then the mommy and daddy phoenixes come because they're not very happy that the squirrel killed all the little babies. So it comes But and they then die. the squirrel says, well, if you didn't want me to kill him, you should have sent him out by yourself. So this is your fault, ladies. And, and me in the pan. Lady and gentlemen. And then they fight, and then they all die, and then this, the guardian of the phoenixes comes down in his spaceship, and... You, and then you have to, like, break his, and then they break the spaceship and stuff. But then the phoenix got gets so mad that he starts pooping on him and all his acorns. Okay. And so he gets really mad and kills the guardian of the phoenixes. And then all the other phoenixes die, except one. Really? How come one survives? Because he was hiding in a hole underground. Oh, and then okay. he had diarrhea, and then he died. So then what happens? And then the... And then it happens all over again. Wow. Same squirrel? Yeah. Bad day for that squirrel. And then he kills all the rest of them, and then he decides, well, now I'm going to eat my acorns. So he does, and he eats them, but then he gets a really bad tummy ache. And he gets very round, so he's like a squirrel ball. And then, okay. And then he just kind of rolls around. But then the other mutant squirrels come back, and he can't fight him, so he dies. The end. And then he explodes, and all the acorns fly out. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> and then the squirrels go, ooh, and then one of the squirrels, he's not the brightest one. And then, so <laughs> he says, oh, free acorn. And then, so he eats them, and it's really gross because they used to be in another squirrel. The end. The end? For real? Well, and then acorns come running out of the sky, but, and they all fall on the squirrel's head, and it goes bonk, bonk, bonk. The end? I think so. Wow. Your story managed to be both violent and gross. Well done. That's what we look for. That's what we look for here on Atari Bytes. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. And that's our show. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com for Creative Commons use of his songs, Reformat, Take a Chance, and Pinball Spring. Thanks also to Reporter Dude and Sophie. That's me. For that's me. Joining me this week. Pretty soon I get to send them back to school. Yay! <gasps>
In the meantime, for all of you driving your own kids to school looking for something to listen to, you can find Atari Bytes on many podcatchers, which you know by now, including iTunes, where you should, like the mighty Phoenix, get off your ashes and leave a review. You can also support the show financially at the Atari Bytes Patreon page or by picking up cool Atari Bytes merchandise at Zazzle.com. Links to all of that in the show notes. Our website is ataribytes.libson.com. Email the show at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. Like the Atari Bytes Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter at Atari Bytes. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. Do you think uh, Phoenix is go tweet tweet? Tweet, Speaking tweet, of Twitter, tweet, tweet, no. Th- that doesn't sound very, you know, tough. Phoenix is tweet, 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 tweet. much better. What do you think Phoenix is sound like? Uh, mutant birds. You have them. Yeah, okay. So what does that sound like? Mutant birds, duh. <laughs> what does a mutant bird sound like? Uh, it sounds like uh, a bird who has an acorn stuck in its throat. Which sounds like what? A bird with an acorn stuck in his throat. <laughs> Alright. It sounds like tweet, tweet. That's what I was looking for. Alright. Alright, you heard it here, guys. While Henry chokes up a lung, I will remind you guys not to forget to check out my other show. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown, for all your animated Peanuts gang needs. It's a good show. Who's your? Thank you, Sophie. Who's your favorite uh, Peanuts character? Doctor Who! Awesome character, but not a Peanuts character. Um, trying to think of his name. Charlie Brown? What does he look like? Linus. All right. So, Sophie likes Linus. Who do you like, Henry? Doctor Who All right. I can go with that. New episodes of the show of that show drop on the 15th of every month. Next time on Atari Bytes. Joust. Another classic from the arcade. Comes to the home video console. And we are totes excited. Totes excited! And while we've been sitting here, apparently Henry has drawn a squirrel eating an acorn. No. Let me see it again. I have wrote a squirrel eating. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were drawing. He did. He wrote squirrel eating an acorn. All right. Because the acorn is... Now I'm going to draw a picture of it. Sweet. So, until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you. Wow. Aw, they're lonely. Studio. Chubby. <laughs>